I am proud to announce that starting today, our company is now Meta. Ha! <laughs> Everybody is sick of Facebook, so they're trying the cringiest rebrand I have ever seen, making people think they're more of a joke than they already are. Hide your kids because the US government is coming for them with all the COVID injections they've got. And the climate change crazies are out in full force with world leaders meeting in Scotland to figure out how to carbon tax the world into oblivion and make us feel like the weather is our fault. Hint, it's not. Welcome to today's show, guys. Good to see you again. It's Saturday, October 30th. Yeah, Halloween's tomorrow. October's almost done, and we got November. All right, a couple of housekeeping notes for you guys before we begin. First of all, I know some of you guys are wanting the live streams to come back. They absolutely will. They'll be coming back next week. Uh, what I'm doing right now is trying to finish up some bells and whistles with the production of my live streams. And also, I might be switching around my schedule a little bit soon, too, because I'm pondering taking a couple of uh, shows that, got, that I got offered on some other platforms. Some, you know, not small platforms, but not huge, but uh, enough to make me really take those offers seriously. So I might cut down my live streams to like two a week and then do a couple of live streams on some other platforms you guys can watch. So we'll see. I'll let you know and announce something if uh, anything gets agreed upon and starts coming out. Uh, also, a couple of donation shout-outs as well. Thank you to Jessica for donating via my website, and also thank you to Mackenzie for sending me uh, a note in some snail mail as well. So appreciate you guys. If you'd like to support, you can do that uh, via my website, PayPal, crypto donations accepted as well, or you can sign up to any of my subscription platforms like Substack, Subscribestar, or jordansather.tv. And also, I'll be holding a Zoom call tomorrow, exclusive Zoom call for anybody signed up to those subscription websites. Without any further ado, let's get into today's news stories. Kind of playing a little catch up over the last two or three days. So we'll just take a look at all of the most relevant stories that I want to put my two cents out there about. First off, this was announced yesterday via the Associated Press. The U.S. intelligence agencies say they likely won't ever be able to conclude whether the COVID-19 spread by animal-to-human transmission or leaked from a lab. They're basically playing stupid. I don't know how much intelligence is really left in our intelligence agencies these days, but they just don't want to admit that this shit came from the lab. Our intelligence agencies. <laughs> oh, good Lord. You know it did. You know it absolutely did. They just don't want to tell the truth. And then the government is coming for your kids, guys. Be careful. This line in the sand is drawn. The red line is getting crossed. They're coming for your kids with these shots. It's time to stand up and fight. So the FDA is authorizing Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine for children 5 to 11. No doubt that very soon school districts around the nation are going to try their damnedest to start making these vaccines mandatory for the school children in their districts. So I don't doubt that homeschool rates are going to shoot through the roof. And also school board meetings are going to be pretty hot with a lot of parents voicing their concern and demanding that these school boards <laughs> you know, act with the will of the people. And that being said, school boards are very easy to run for. Very easy to make a difference in your community by getting a position on these school boards and helping to, you know, uh, helping with what your kids learn and helping with what's mandated on them and whatnot. So if you can, 
run for your local school board or at least go to the meetings and voice your concern because this is this is the this is the final straw folks the final straw and at this vote that the FDA did for this EUA for the Pfizer shot there was only one abstaining vote one abstaining vote the advisory the advisory committee voted 17 to 0 to 1 and the only one member to abstain was a man named Dr. Michael Carilla. And he said he he abstained from this vote because there's not enough evidence that all children need these vaccines. Obviously. Duh. No doubt. Ha! We've got kids with a 99.9999% chance of survival. And that statistic is based off the manipulated statistics that, of course, are highly overinflated with COVID. Not as many cases or deaths this last year and a half, two years, as we've been told. So kids basically unaffected by the coronavirus, by COVID-19. Although they're trying to roll out these shots, get it mandated for kids age 5 to 11. The only people with the balls and the smarts to question all this are the ones that are saying, Kids don't need the shots. Kids don't need the freaking shots. I'm actually fairly surprised that one member on this FDA board abstained in the first place, but thank you, Mr. Dr. Michael. The only one with the, again, brains and balls to question the narratives coming from the establishment. But no doubt, the stupid states around the nation are trying their hardest to start rolling out these things. California, big surprise, readying 4,000 sites to administer 1.2 million COVID vaccines to kids 5 to 11 in the first week. This is absolutely insane. So if you're in California, homeschool, <laughs> homeschool, or just get out of California, find a state that's a whole lot better, or at least more free. And if you can't do that, if you have to stick in California, again, fight with all your might. This is insane. And more insanity in another, unfortunately, Democratic-run state. This is my state, Washington. In Washington, the governor is trying to mandate COVID-19 vaccines, get this, for all private businesses in the state, period. Not just federal workers, all private businesses in the state, period. And it wasn't even Jay Inslee that announced this and is trying to roll it out. It sounds like he's too scared to, too scared to say anything about it. So they're using a backdoor method. They're using the Department of Labor and Industries, the Washington Department of LNI. And the uh, LNI department is basically the governmental department in Washington state that just tries to maintain safety in the workplace. So they go to construction sites and make sure guys aren't sawing off their fingers or breaking their backs or something like that. That's their objective. But they are stepping way outside of their boundaries. And again, I don't doubt it's because that the state government here is trying the backdoor methods uh, with this bullshit. But anyway, it was rolled through, I think, like Sunday evening or something like that. Late in the evening, this quiet rule change through LNI where uh, this rulemaking package that was trying to get passed and it allows Inslee to maintain dictatorial power over the citizens by forcing all private businesses to mandate the shots. This is insanity. Pissing off a lot of people in Washington, pissing off the representatives here in Washington that, you know, still maintain some semblance of 
of freedom and want power for the people, but this is nuts, man. Crazy. I've already talked to a few business owners in Washington State here, and they're just like, I'll 1099 all my employees. I'll make them all federal contractors. And then what's what's Inslee going to do? <laughs> it's Washington is incredibly crazy up here with what this state government is trying to do. So while some people are buying the Kool-Aid, they're, they're injecting the Kool-Aid, uh, not at a, just a state level, but at a federal level too. We've got a court judge in D.C. who tried to prevent the Biden administration from uh, disciplining workers with pending exemptions. A D.C. judge, or excuse me, the Biden administration is refusing the judge's request to hold off from firing unvaccinated employees seeking religious exemptions from different states to the federal level to even down to the local level, right? The school district's trying to mandate the masks and the vaccines. I mean, there's there's fights going on at every single level. Right now, I'm seeing the only two fights in this country that are that are worth focusing on right now is election fraud and these mandates. And pretty, pretty, you know, coincidental, synchronistic, ironic that the, both of these fights are the ones that are in the forefront right now. Really, the only ones that matter. A lot of other things I'm interested in, the, the the UFO subject, the black projects, free energy, a lot of other things interest me, but we've, we've got much more important matters to focus on here with the election fraud and the vaccines. Uh, and I was, you know, for instance, I was at a kind of local government meeting earlier this week, and it was actually a government meeting with these two representatives, uh, Jim Walsh and Jesse Young, who are some state reps here in Washington that pretty much have... Some of the only ones that have the balls and the smarts to fight back against this. And, and they were talking about this LNI rule change to try to mandate vaccines for all private businesses in Washington. But anyway, I was at a, a local meeting in my area with, with those two guys, and there was about 100, maybe 150 people at this, uh, at this small diner for this event. But that's the only thing anybody was talking about. Vaccine mandates, election fraud. That was it. So those are the two things that people in every state, even the blue states, are pissed off about. And in some of the blue states, they're more pissed off about it than the red states, because at least in the red states, they don't, they aren't being quite as oppressed as, say, a California or a New York or a Washington. The people in Washington are pissed. So that, I mean, it's the precipice. We're right there. And sometimes the best way to wake people up is by oppressing the shit out of them, or at least making them realize how oppressed they really are. And a lot of people are starting to realize that right now. So time to fight. Um, next up, moving on here to Australia. Wow, I saw this. And I, I mean, every day that goes by, you can't think it can get much worse in Australia, but it most definitely is. Thousands of Australians with unpaid fines for breaking COVID rules have their homes seized bank accounts frozen, and licenses canceled as the government chases $5 million. That's it. $5 million in unpaid COVID fines for, looks like, 3,000 unpaid penalties. Uh, 3,000 people, maybe. I don't know if that's people, but at least 3,000 penalties. Wow. Seizing bank accounts, home seized. And this is for what? COVID, not wearing a mask in public, maybe some of these fines, just basic 
shit that's absolutely ridiculous in the first place. Wow. I mean, Australia's really making it look like that's where they sent all the convicts, right? And all the convicts just went into Australian government, and now they're all a bunch of petty tyrants trying to do more illegal shit. I don't know, but if you're there in Australia, man, beautiful country. I was in Australia at the beginning of last year, right before the pandemic hit, and it was just an incredible country, great people, beautiful place. I, I love Australians, man. Their sense of humor, that everything is awesome, but oh God, it's it's one of the most communistic countries out of all this COVID nonsense that's that's out there. I mean, Australia is basically China now. What's the difference? Basically Nazi Germany is what a lot of these these countries are turning into, and that's what they're trying to turn America into. Australia is just paving the way because they know they can get away with a lot more there than they can here in America. And in America, they're trying to slowly turn up the burner so people don't realize, but it's, it's just, again, insane. Uh, back to America here. A lot of people are not complying, though. Some good news. 40% of inspected businesses are non-compliant with the vaccine mandate in New York City. Two in five restaurants. So that is that is good. Hopefully they don't start getting their bank accounts frozen and homes raided over the fines that they're all getting. And then in the mil- in the military, there are thousands of personnel that are refusing the vaccines. In the Air Force in particular, 12,000 Air Force personnel, including pilots, rejecting the vax order as the Tuesday deadline. I think that's next week, November 2nd. Yes, deadline looms. And I think the Navy has their deadline uh, right after Thanksgiving. So later on in November. Yes, November 28th. So... That's going to be uh, interesting there. You know, on one hand, on one hand, you just, you want to leave. You want to leave these states or these organizations that are trying to enforce these vaccines and mandate them. But on the other hand, if you run away, then what's going to happen? All, all of the brainwashed peons are going to be left in the military. All the brainwashed peons are going to be left in states like California or Washington or New York. So it's this, it's this tough situation where, you do want to get out. Sometimes you have to get out. But at the same time, if you run, then what you're running from is just going to become worse and worse and worse. And the people stuck in it are, you know. So do you stay and fight? Do you stay and try to change what you're already in? Or do you run somewhere more free? I wouldn't blame people for doing either. Uh, although if you're going to stay and fight, then of course it becomes, if you know, what if they do mandate on it? What if they do find you or do these things i don't know right it's just you see the pros and cons for both both situations going both avenues uh and at least we have some celebrities standing up as well ice cube is deciding to exit a nine billion dollar contract he was going to co-star in a sony movie and get paid nine million dollars i believe it's nine mil but he's just he's just leaving i think the movie was called oh hell no so Ice Cube's saying, oh, hell no to to the vaccine, and he's dipping, declining it. So that's good. We also had, what, Floyd Mayweather come out earlier this week supporting Kyrie Irving for his declining of the vaccine. So that is good to see some celebrities start to stand up. And, hey, these celebrities got to (laughs) realize, well, they probably already do realize how washed up a lot of their careers already are and, you know, Hollywood's just becoming a, 
sinking ship these days. But these celebrities got to realize if they stand up and speak out, they might get they might get some hate by the mainstream media or some dumbasses on Twitter. But the majority, the silent majority, will support them, and that's they you know they deserve it if they stand up for this crazy shit going on. So hey, maybe Ice Cube is gonna get some more more respect. That's for sure. Even if they're like typically left-wingers, who cares? We got to support whatever label people call themselves if they do the right thing. And uh, we're getting a lot of, so yeah, the first half of this show is a lot of of COVID. And then we'll get into a few other stories as well, jump around after this. But we're getting some studies come out that are totally contradicting previous statements by the CDC. And some of these studies are even contradicting each other from establishment medical authorities. So this one here coming out of The Lancet. The Lancet is one of the largest medical journals in the world. It's one of the top five, they usually call it, the five centralized uh, medical journals. But in The Lancet is out of the UK. So this study said that vaccinated people easily transmit the Delta variant in households. Basically, the vaccine does nothing to prevent transmissibility of the COVID, this particular variant, the Delta variant. All right. Now let's move over to the CDC. The CDC put out a study that essentially said um, vaccines provide stronger protection against hospitalization than natural immunity. Oh. When previously they've been, they, they don't want to talk about natural immunity, for one, And even Israeli researchers found that natural immunity is more effective than the vaccine. Okay, Israeli researchers saying natural immunity is better. CDC researchers on Friday saying, oh, no, vaccine protects better. They can't get their shit straight. They cannot. And their science changes over and over again. And, of course, it's not science. It's just propaganda talking points. And then they make some excuse as to oh the science changes you learn new things and you come with new ideas and new beliefs eh, bullshit excuse bullshit cop out <laughs> friday of course cdc scientists say this while they're trying to roll out these shots for kids wow same friday that the fda authorized that and the cdc goes and claims that vaccines provide stronger protection against hospitalization than natural immunity you just can't with these people no wonder that so many don't believe them. No wonder that so many people, even people who had vaccinated, are regretting it. And, you know, it's happening more and more, regardless of what they lie to you about from the FDA and the mainstream media. Okay, that's enough COVID for this show, folks. Let's move on now to this press conference out of Wisconsin about election fraud a couple of days ago. This was huge because the sheriff held a press conference, and straight up said the Wisconsin Election Commission is guilty of a class one felony. That's what the allegation and the accusation was. The Election Commission in Wisconsin guilty of a felony for a nursing home scam. And that's just probably one felony that they were involved in, but that's what was being claimed by the sheriffs, is that they were basically uh, abusing impaired seniors to get votes and straight up came from the sheriff. So there's a lot of heat on the politicians there, especially the Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin, to do something about this. But it's 
it just rolls on and on. The election fraud that people are questioning. We're seeing the polls come out saying that more and more people are starting to admit, starting to basically say, yeah, I think the 2020 election was fraudulent. And I would support it being overturned. And we're seeing these polls come out in left-wing news organizations from, from say, Politico in the Hill. So if, if it's already saying that, of course, their polls are skewed. The number's probably even higher. So big stuff going on in Wisconsin and many other states, too. Uh, let's jump on now to Scotland, where we have the climate change meetings going on in, in Scotland. I, I don't know exactly the whole details around this. We'll take a look at that in a moment. But Queen Elizabeth is being told, or the story goes, the story we're being told is that Queen, Queen Elizabeth can't attend these climate change meetings in Scotland. She apparently has to be on bed rest for the next two weeks because of her health concerns. Um, Queen Lizard, in due time, she ain't going to last long. She's not going to last long. She's probably going to be one of the next ones that's going to, you know, die and then sweep the airwaves for a few weeks. They'll try to ring this one out for all it's worth to distract us with the Queen Lizzie death. And let's take a look at that COP26. I guess they're calling it COP26, the UN climate change talks in Glasgow, Scotland. Greta Thunberg's already there. Putin ain't going, though. <laughs> and China's being let off easy uh, from this as well. But all the propaganda, all of the climate change propaganda, extreme cold, extreme heat, wildfires, droughts, big storms, all these things are caused by the climate change. And we must give up a bunch of taxes, a bunch of money for this. We must roll out their agendas, their infrastructure agendas, their tax agendas. It's just... Abs uh, there's not much that grinds my gear more than their climate change propaganda because just like COVID, it's faked science. It's bullshit science they're using to roll out to the public. It has They, they use the fear, of course. Planet's going to implode fear. They use, So they use that emotional pulling to sell their propaganda. And then... It, uh, you know, a lot of the agendas that they roll out is for the greater good, and it needs money, and it needs just, uh, it's it's bad, it's bad, and it comes from the UN, all the science that comes out, the climate change science comes from the same UN organization with totally skewed statistics, so it's, yeah, there's just, it's awful, it's awful, gotta laugh when people think that humans with their CO2 causes climate change, or is the main factor, and yet they don't realize that big ball of plasma that we see in the sky every day is the main factor behind climate change. It's just, it bums me out to see how brainwashed people are. All right, onward from this, we've got sources telling CBS News warning of a potential threat against malls and shopping centers located outside DC. So this was posted yesterday afternoon and they're claiming ISIS, some ISIS cell has been activated. So you got to be careful around Washington, D.C. And this is this narrative is going all over the place. A lot of people are repeating it. Again, these are, I trust Catherine Herridge. I know it's CBS News, but I like Catherine Herridge's reporting. Although, you got to wonder what the sources are, uh, if the sources are credible, if they're just yanking Catherine Herridge's chain or something like that. She doesn't realize 
So it's anonymous sources. And again, ISIS in Washington, D.C. I can, I can only imagine already that they're just walking down the street from the CIA headquarters in Langley to commit their false flags in Washington, D.C. <laughs> Come on, guys. You can't, you can't do your false flags that close to the CIA headquarters. Somebody might, you know, makes it look bad. Got to get away from D.C. for that. But we'll see. Uh, eyes, you know, eyes open, see something, say something. Especially around the the uh, Halloween, Halloween holiday, the Halloween uh, festivals, because it the cult cabal elite do like to use these various holidays for certain rituals, and Halloween is one of them for those Luciferian cults. So be careful out there if you're going to be uh, doing anything this weekend. And now on to Facebook. They're rebranding. One of the cringiest, most ridiculous rebrandings I've ever seen in my life. Uh, They're changing their name from Facebook to Meta. (laughs) Meta. It's, uh, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe these whistleblowers come out and they're trying to to rebrand. Maybe they're trying to hit the next generation, the new generation who views Facebook kind of the way that my age group, the 30s, views MySpace. MySpace is kind of dead. It's kind of a joke. Maybe a lot of, what's the generation under me? Gen X, Gen whatever. Maybe the the 20s and teenagers are viewing MySpace as a joke, so they're trying to rebrand to get more people on it and using it. And also the whole misinformation, disinformation, Facebook bad thing that's been going around out there. So could be a rebrand to try to help with that. Regardless, <laughs> meta. How better? How, uh... How big of a joke. Some people are saying that META should stand for make everything Trump again. Meta. Ha, whatever. Uh, And onward to the immigration situation. This was a scoop from the Wall Street Journal on, was this Thursday? Yes, Thursday. Their story writes, the U.S. is in talks to pay hundreds of millions of dollars to families separated at the border. That is 450,000 per person affected by the Trump administration's zero-tolerance policy in 2018. So basically, if a family was separated in 2018, the Biden administration wants to pay them basically a half a million dollars per person. That's, you know, just one of those things that makes you laugh, makes makes you unable to believe what this country is becoming. And just another one of those stories that brings people to that precipice and wants Biden the hell out of there. So, hey, we'll see if it even happens. It's, it's, I don't think it will, but what do I know? Half a mil. <laughs> uh, half a mil and then they can go vote, right? Onward from this, three more articles, two more stories I have for you guys. Tucker Carlson here is putting out a documentary about January 6th. It's coming out next week. And this documentary is essentially going to show how it was a false flag. And the FBI was all over this so-called insurrection, making it a frame job, making it a setup. So Tucker Carlson's getting a lot of heat from people for it. Uh, The Washington Post here calls it bipartisan backlash. There's some terrible rhinos, terrible Republicans... The uh, like Liz Cheney, of course, big surprise. 
a uh, few others too. Oh, Adam Kinzinger. Speaking of which, Adam Kinzinger is now stepping down from political office there, not seeking re-election in 2022. So that's been interesting. I don't know if it's because the deep state is offering him a cushier job or it's some reworking of Illinois politics to make it even more controlled by the cabal there. Or is Adam Kinzinger being forced out of his job? Trump put out a statement that said two down, eight to go. So anyway, good news getting him out of politics. But Liz Cheney, Adam Kinzinger, back on to Tucker Carlson here. They're giving Carlson some shit. Of course, a lot of uh, Democrats are Adam Schiff, also many more. They don't like this. They don't like that Tucker is exposing the truth or more truths than they are about January 6th. Tucker is one of those that I like at Fox News. Fox News, still mainstream media, still a lot of pretty garbage propaganda on Fox News, but you know, it doesn't mean everybody there is bad. Tucker Carlson might not be one of those totally bad ones. For the last few years, he's been doing some reports that, you know, do pique my interest now and again. And the last thing to discuss here with you guys is a solar flare, a big old coronal mass ejection heading towards Earth. I don't remember if I talked about this in a video that came out a few days ago. This solar flare might have happened after that, but there's an X1 class flare that got uh, released from the sun. Usually the charged particles take a couple of days to hit Earth, and those charged particles are going to hit this weekend. The uh, solarham.net here is the website I use to track space weather, and they're estimating a strong, a G3 level solar storm to hit basically today and tomorrow, and visual aurora could be seen as far south as 50 degrees of latitude, which is basically like Oregon, upper Midwest, Nebraska, Pennsylvania, and higher, more towards the poles. So if you're in Washington State, Minnesota, northern Idaho, northern Montana, there's a good chance if the skies are clear and you look north, you could see, you know, and there's not that much light pollution around you. You're out in a dark area. Uh, there's a good chance you're going to see some, uh, some aurora borealis. It doesn't look like it's going to last to the the Halloween night. Maybe if you're out trick or treating and you're lucky, you could see some aurora. That would be a that'd be pretty incredible. But likely the best night for this is going to be tonight, which is Saturday. So Saturday night, especially early morning hours, like 3 a.m., 4 a.m., would be the best time to view these aurora. And it's going to be a pretty strong geomagnetic storm. So there might also be some uh, radio problems and internet uh, internet issues. Not big outages. It's only an X1, so it's not really that big. But a, a G3 storm, a 7 on the KP index, is pretty sizable. So there could be some some uh, infrastructure, electric infrastructure issues, minor ones around the world. But uh, I've never actually seen the Aurora in person myself. I would, uh, I might actually go out somewhere tonight and see if I can, see if I can view it. And one last thing, you know, anytime a, ge a pretty big geomagnetic storm happens or solar flare pops off, there's always the people that are gonna do their sensationalism and say, oh, what if it's faked? What if the deep state's faking this just so they can black out communications and rah, right? And I just can't, I can't with myself. <laughs> People actually thinking that the deep state faked this. Uh, no, guys, definitely real. And I mean, it's good to be vigilant, right? It's good to, it's good to be vigilant and 
see how certain situations could be taken advantage of by the cabal to pull it up or advance their agenda, what have you. But at the same time, you don't want to be paranoid and let down your critical thinking just because you're, you know, getting jumpy and sensational over certain things that are going on. It's, I mean, our sun is heading into a solar maximum cycle. There's going to be a whole lot more of this, more solar flares, more CMEs hitting our Earths, and you know, our Earth's magnetic field is weakening. So yes, there will be communication blackouts if a big solar flare gets directed right at Earth. Um, it's just the reality of the situation. So fine line between vigilance and paranoia. Make sure you're, you know, not not crossing that line and, and getting your, you know, getting all excited over things that you might not, you know, calm down a bit. So that's it for this one, guys. That is all. I appreciate you for watching this update. Next live stream is going to be Monday. I promise you it'll be Monday. Uh, go follow me on Telegram because if I do live streams, if I don't do live streams, sometimes I have impromptu voice chats there. Whatever happens, I announce it on Telegram. That's my main place. I am on Gab. I am on Getter, but I don't post there as much as I do Telegram. And uh, that's pretty much it. So that's pretty much it. Appreciate you guys for your support. Live streams next week. More videos coming this weekend. Find me on Telegram. Uh, sign up for my newsletters. And I'll be seeing you guys in the next video. Take care, y'all. And one last thing, guys, today I'm releasing a brand new product for my Conscious Strength brand called Focus Dips. These are sublingual pouches that are infused with CBD and a powerful nootropic blend. The ingredients are alpha-GPC, vinpocetine, L-theanine, and rhodiola. So they're great for focus, great for mental clarity. They might help with stress relief as well with the rhodiola in here and L-theanine. And if you're trying to quit smoking or quit doing the nicotine dips, these might help you with that as well. No nicotine in here, no tobacco, and they're THC-free. Go to ConsciousStrength.net and grab yours today.